good and it feels like very good. Rusty. <laughs> yeah. Like it feels good. <laughs> Is that a song? Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a song. Um Hi. This is Pancake Town, the podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Michelle. We don't know what we're doing. No. In life. Uh, oh, in yeah. In this moment. No, I'm not, talking about, I'm not talking about anything specific. I'm saying, br- give me a topic. We don't know what we're doing <laughs> in relation to that topic. I don't feel like I'm ready for this year to have started. And it's February what date I is it? I don't know. It's after Valentine's Day. Yes. So it's pick, that. Pick a date. It's... <laughs> It's not yet leap year day. No. But it's also after Valentine's Day. So it's one Somewhere of those between days. between the 14th and the I'm not 29th. Look. I'm not looking. No. I don't care. Why bother? Is it still in I the teens? I think it's a Tuesday. It's in the 20s. It's... Oh, you mean the date or the weather? The date. Because <laughs> I don't know what the temperature is outside either. Oh, you guys are going to be really sad you started <laughs> listening again. I'm sorry. I'm so um, sorry. You know, what's weird is because uh, November and December of last year, I felt like I was on. Oh. Like I had everything under control. I was Shit. like, I've. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> I figured it out. Yo, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, we, yeah. You were definitely in a, like, in a zone. I was in a great where zone. Where you were like, this is it. I did it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you kind of went from like, maybe fuck all this to like, nope, I got it. I figured it out. Yeah, and uh, now things are crazy slow again. Mm -hmm. Because it's January. Uh, Except for last January and February, we're really busy. And now we're like, oh, cool. That was an anomaly. (laughs) Life sucks (laughs) again. (laughs) That's funny. Um, (laughs) Remember uh, remember money? And so, like, (laughs) when I'm not having to Mm. work all the time. Yeah. I kind of just flounder, you know? Yes ditto um i don't remember if i'm sorry i'm eating a donut i apologize we just talked about how michelle was eating soup and how that was the perfect podcast food and then i just (laughs) took a big bite of a donut and yes we are yeah let me know if you can hear me eating soup yeah write in (laughs) send us an email (laughs) and let us know if you if you can hear michelle eating soup (laughs) That's all we care about. <laughs> we can't even get topics out of people. But let me know if you can hear me. Oh, watch us soup. get 12 emails <laughs> about the soup. Um, what was I talking about? I don't know. Fuck. Um, I, re- I literally don't know what I was talking about. This is where we're at. I feel like the end of last year, I wasn't in. Oh, right. I know. Now I remember. Um. I don't remember if on the podcast officially I had said anything about quitting my job at Roner. I think you did. Oh, did I? I thought so. I don't, I honestly don't remember what the last. You can recap. We have several a lot of, we're going to recap here. Episodes yeah. were about. Mm. I don't remember what we talked about. Um, for those of you who don't know, we don't listen to the episodes after we record we them. We used to. and the, We used to and yeah. then we were like, we have lives. Oh, right. I should have like a notebook so I can write down. <laughs> I didn't. Hold on. I have paper. Yeah, do it. Get, make, yeah. Let's do this like we know what we're doing. Let's pretend. Let's pretend like we know what we're doing. 
even though we solidly Hold don't. On. We do have a topic for the episode. We do. We'll get to it eventually. I've actually wanted to do it for a long time, and then stuff happened yesterday. I'm like, it's time. Hold yeah, on. Stuff did Sorry. happen yesterday. That's true. Uh, uh, I do uh, like your uh, bag uh, crinkling sound in the mic. I think that's effective. <laughs> it's all my snacks. <laughs> I do. It's a, your bag lady snack. Oh, shit. What is that? Oh, they all Trader fall Joe's. Out, Cashew. Nut bites. Wait, no. Date nut bites. There's only one in there, I guess. Those are some serious, like, middle-aged white lady snacks. <laughs> right? I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, wait. Who else is carrying around date nut and date bites from Trader Joe's? That's what I like. In their striped tote bag. Isn't that cute? Okay. Yeah, oh, it's very cute. Do you have a winter sessions pencil? It came with the bag. That's fucking awesome. Right? I use it. Good job, winter session. You pulled it out and I was like, oh, that's the same brand as her bag. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> How amazing. If you give me a pencil with my purchase, I will use it. I have a Helen Levi pencil somewhere too that um, is la like heat sensitive. Like oh, it changes like the color, color when color I, shirt? yeah, yeah. But a pencil, oh, when you touch it, it changes the color of the pencil. Humans are so easily I used. like writing with pencils, so. That's yeah. good. I mean, they are a writing utensil. But like pencils over pens oh. is my preference. Got it. Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't know. I like pens. I'm a fan of pens. I'm a pencil person. Because then I like don't have to cross things out. Anymore? When I make a mistake, I can erase it. You can get an erasable pen. Ugh. <laughs> the ink in those is so disgusting. Fuck you, erasable pens. They really are. Hmm. It's like I mean, kind of skippy. I don't think I've ever owned an erasable pen, so I don't know that I can. Well, don't recommend play Devil's it Advocate you, on the yeah, on a they're terrible erasable pen. Okay, you're ready for notes. We better talk about something good. Oh yeah, um, but now I can't have my soup nearby. Oh, All right, you're screwed. We're gonna figure it out. Um, well, so we stopped like super anticlimactically at episode 98. <laughs> so this is episode 99, and then. I mean, I, part of me wants to do something really insane for episode 100, and then the other part of me wants to just, like, not care. I had... We had an idea I for have, someone to yeah. interview. Yes, but we have not asked them. But we literally have not asked them. Um, we could just ask them, and if they say yes, then that's done. We'll mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. Um, but that's but, a good way of saying there won't be another episode that comes out immediately after this week. <laughs> right. Because we would have to schedule. So yeah. Unless also you're going to be gone like twice. Um, yeah. I'm going to Palm Springs, bitches. That, that the topic of that trip also folds into oh, okay. our topic that's for good. today. Cool. A little bit. Um, well, yeah. So I quit my job at Roner, so I don't work there anymore. <sighs> um, it's weird because when I was still, your last day? Um, I st uh, my last day was like the beginning of December. Okay. So because I was already planning on having days off around the last minute show anyway, so like it was really weird because I didn't, I didn't actually plan on that being my, like I didn't plan on my last day being my last day. But I, I came in that week and I Bruno saw me and he's like, 
so this is your last this is your last week or like it was like a tuesday and i was there and he's like so tomorrow's your last day right and i, was, and I just was like yes yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> it is and then i had I like went over to josh and was just like so apparently tomorrow's my last day <laughs> and he, he was very surprised he's like oh i thought you were gonna be here for like two more weeks i'm like me too but Bruno, I think, was like, let's rip the Band-Aid off. And I took advantage of it. Mm. So, I mean, there was still some, like, transition of, like, you know, me, like, free formatting the computer and, like, clearing stuff out. And there was definitely some overlap of, like, him, you know, needing stuff from me remotely and all of that. But I wasn't going in anymore. Um, it's weird, though, still, because I'm kind of somewhat attached to it still because Josh works there mm -hmm. and he's very much immersed in it and that's a little awkward but I don't work there anymore it's weird that we actually have a somewhat similar circumstance in which Steve works at oh, Wall Street right. and I don't yes <laughs> yeah it's interesting though because I think that I I've had a couple conversations with people who have part-time or or even full-time job jobs alongside their like thing that they would rather be doing mm -hmm. basically um and like almost everybody i've talked to has the same kind of feeling that i do which is like the job job gives you like a little bit of structure yes that yeah. your yeah. own stuff doesn't have unless you're like really good at giving that to yourself which i don't think really any of us are totally great at doing um i got good at it you did though. get good at it yeah it took me five years right and so i i think i've been i think i've been really hard on myself yeah given yeah, yeah. that i am not even two months out yeah of like i worked there part-time for two years and then before that had the store so i had the structure of the store for seven years and then had and kind of like maybe had six months in between the store and then working at Roner where I was like by my you know not not doing anything other than Orange Beautiful and show of hands and then I think I hit January feeling like I should somehow be like this master of like dealing with my time and like having this all this free time and like I'm gonna get so much done and it just did not. That's not what happened. I don't know. What is wrong with January? Because it used I to be my favorite, favorite month. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Um, and last two years, it's been awful. I, I wasn't it. sick at all. I can't even yeah, like say I that did, I was I mean, sick. The previous January, I did the have previous my January shit both migraine. Sick. And then this year, I wasn't I sick. haven't been sick since right after the um, main show of hand, the first yeah, yeah, yeah. Ho big holiday show of hands. I got a little cold after that and I have not been sick since. Yeah. So I can't even blame that. Yeah. Um, like cloudy days don't bother me. Yeah. I can be in an absolute shit mood on a sunny day. It oh, has yeah. no totally. effect on me whatsoever. It's weird because I don't. It almost makes it worse. Like, I don't know if anybody else feels like this, but I have the whole thing of like stuff just compounds mm. where if I feel really lazy or like I can't get out of my rut, it makes me feel even worse because I'm like, I'm, I'm a person that has 
all the free time in the world and I decide everything and I can do whatever I want. Like, how dare I yeah. not take advantage of my own situation? And then that makes me feel even worse about what I'm feeling. Yeah. Like, instead of just being like, cool, I'm in a rut. Let's move through it and like move past it like a normal person. It's like I make it. I make a mountain out of a molehill. So I went from calling it a rut because that didn't feel like a big enough word to yeah. calling it a depression cave. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to hang yeah, out. It's like a fucking my little, like I actually, this is such a weird habit, which uh, I'm sure a psychologist would love to dissect <laughs> for me, but <laughs> I write a paper have on this need to like put a blanket over my head or if I'm wearing a hoodie, I'll put it all the way over my head mm-hmm. or I'll put my shirt over just pull it up and i'll just sit there on the couch with my shirt over my head (laughs) and wait until steve says are you okay (laughs) until steve's like should i call someone (laughs) um and then i have got like a halfway there thing where i need my shirt to be like over my nose then i'm like i'm a little bit in a little bit out of the depression cave it's a literal cave you need like a <laughs> gravity blanket i do but they're like 300 dollars. <laughs> we should start a gofundme we just like um, us all gravity blankets what if i get like um like i don't know some bricks <laughs> <laughs> i mean you could just like put a blanket on yourself and then have steve just like put books on top of you yeah we have a lot of books yeah just like be like steve I'm ready. Just a pile. Book. And then he can just start putting books yeah. on top of you. And then when you're done, you like have a bell or something. <laughs> oh, I need or a, you have a dog a to time. lay on me. Oh. A heavy dog. Get a real big dog. <laughs> yeah. Get like one of those dogs. Rent a dog from one tail at a time to just <gasps> lay on me for a couple hours. Let's call them. That's a really good idea. They do do that do- that dog Valentine where they bring I know. puppies I wish to your I could office. Afford it. I almost did that for show of hands, but then I couldn't figure out like where the most people would benefit from it. Yeah. Like if I still had the store. Oh yeah. I would have just sent puppies yeah. to the store and then told everybody and then like advertise like come to the store on this day. There's going to be puppies. But like there's no there's no like central location where it would literally just be like come to my house <laughs> where there's already a yeah. puppy <laughs> there's already a dog or i could just start renting out deandra oh, okay, okay. I, would be, I could do that right i love it when you call her by her full name deandra so yeah i just She's don't formal. think of her that no, way i don't either <laughs> but you know that's her it's her formal name yeah i don't know yeah it's like if i called ella cinderella it's like <laughs> people are like who are you talking about like <laughs> technically that's her name i mean very technically Dee's full name is deandra reynolds yeah i got mad when we took we had like a puppy class at uh urban pooch and they give you certificates when they like pass their puppy class and they put her name as deandra martin and i was like what the <laughs> fuck i was like that's, that's what not, people do that's not yeah. her name her name is deandra reynolds hello i was very upset like and they could have even put like deandra like quote sweet d in the middle mm, reynolds mm-hmm. that's what they should have that's what her <laughs> name they should have asked me is what i'm saying they should have asked me that segues into our question our topic are you an asshole? oh the question no, not if i'm an <laughs> asshole <laughs> well now you're saying they should have asked you they should have asked me okay um let's see are we caught up january sucked february's mostly sucked i'm like (laughs) the world is falling apart i'm inching out of the cave we impeached trump but then it didn't matter 
Well, okay. I'm sorry, but if anyone, anybody thought that was going to matter, you're living yeah. in uh, Michelle's depression. Listen, game. it's never mattered. No, it's never mattered. Why did we think that no, it would yeah. matter this time? Yeah, it only mattered the one time when the coward resigned, and this guy's got oh, right, too, sure. this guy's got yeah. too much of a yeah. Dunning Kruger syndrome to resign. I'm right, right? Resign. We've never actually removed no, anyone no one's from ever office. Been, no. It wasn't going to happen this no. time. There's only been th- three, well now he's four. four. He's yeah. fourth to be yeah. impeached. Yeah. And no one's actually ever been, been removed, removed from office. By his, right. his everyone's everyone's right. been either acquitted or resigned. Yeah. yeah. So, um, cool. I didn't think it was going to happen. No. Uh, no. Like, whatever. Duh. Fuck that guy. Next. Here's to not being surprised in 2020. <laughs> right? Here's, <laughs> here's to letting it all wash over you. <laughs> like, if you're a fan of Always Sunny, it's the being in the sewer and taking all your clothes off and putting them over your head and letting the sewage just wash over you. <laughs> I I would be good at that. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Put my hold over your head. head. Yeah. You let it wash over you <laughs> and then... You don't, and then your clothes don't smell like sewage. See, you have clean <laughs> clothes. You might smell like sewage, but you can take a shower. <laughs> Got it? Got it. Great. 2020. <laughs> so the topic we came up with, we came up, we were going to do this last year and then we got tired. Um, is, wait, what did you write down? You're still not being surprised in 2020. It's long. I can make a campaign poster for it. <laughs> um, it is long. <laughs> um, I'm we, just stuff I don't know what did some incident make us want to do this episode or do we just probably in general? probably but it, I feel like it's come up a lot it, yeah. it's something you it's and I have always times. just said to each other and it um, it comes up a lot when we talk about like customer like service vaguely things. controversial it is very controversial vaguely. because apparently I'm an asshole um <laughs> Everyone's an asshole. Everyone's real fucking sensitive, by the way. Sorry, everybody. <sighs> I'm tired. I'm just tired. I'm like so tired of sensitive people. I'm so tired. I'm so, I know that that's going to come off wrong, but like, I can't, I can't deal with Like be sensitive to yourself. Like be sensitive in your own house to your husband or your and dad your or your friends. And, yeah. Like that's why yeah. you have friends. That's why you get married. That's why you bond closely with other human beings so that you can do your weird whiny crap My like to yourself or your own circle of things. You shouldn't be taking out your weird shit on other people is what I'm saying. This is a very vague. Okay. So the topic we were going to talk about is basically the idea that there's the phrase that it doesn't hurt to ask Mm -hmm. is the phrase. And Michelle and I would like to propose that oftentimes it can hurt to ask that there are many situations when it actually does hurt to ask. And I think this in a very, in a nutshell came down to like us having like we in our maker group of friends and like certainly on our text threads of like business owners and stuff almost always we're talking about we'll bring up some terrible customer interaction or some rando email that someone sends and it's almost always like we would it's very ironic because none of us would ever send the group an email 
that is like worded appropriately or like not really presumptuous or like answer you know i don't know something that you would get from a customer that's like hi i had a question about like your shipping policy Mm -hmm. or like i had a question about like whether or not you do custom work i'm looking to do this like if it's a reasonable question Mm -hmm. please ask it yeah there are plenty there are situations where like yes ask a question so like we're not at all in this conversation that we're about to have we're not at all saying like don't ever ask don't ever question. ask me yeah. a question i get asked all the time can i pick up at your um studio no and the answer is no right and it, <laughs> i think it's fine that you've asked that um so like the second part to that is it you know that it's okay to say no when people ask right. and and everyone in the world michelle's not a dick for saying no yeah she's not hurting you in some way she's not being a jerk to you it's not about you it's literally you asked her a question and she told you an answer and the fact that you don't like the answer has nothing to do with her and i think that's when we get into messy shitty areas Mm -hmm. where like i constantly have this where i'm just answering a question and people don't like the answer and i'm like i can't change the answer the answer is the answer but because you don't like the answer like i'm a dick now like i'm a asshole i think if you're going to ask the question you should know that there are that two you possible need to answers accept the fact that the answer might be no but that's i think that's the problem and then that's okay okay i have a good example yeah um i um, have been emailing back and forth with a company that I hopefully will be working with for wholesale. Um, and at one point, several emails in, like we'd had a phone call. We've, we've got some sort of like business relationship going on. She of course asks if there's any way I can give bigger discounts Fuck on you. No. my prices. <laughs> And that's one of those. It doesn't hurt to ask questions. Right. Which it, it, it's a part of life. Yeah. I don't think she shouldn't have asked it. Right. You know? Right. So my responsibility as the receiver of the question is to feel comfortable to explain that my answer is no. Yeah. Um, so I responded with, you know, no, I, um, you know, try to keep my markup um, as reasonable as possible so there isn't a lot of wiggle room for extra discounts. Um, you know, I don't mark things up And that's very the end high. Of and it was. Yeah. She said, great. Good. Thought I would ask. Professional interaction. You know? Congratulations. So, like, um, we're not saying don't ask these questions because it sucks to have to say no. We're great at saying no. Yeah. Saying no is a part of life. Yeah. We're talking about questions that prove that you are too lazy to find the answer yourself or, or that, you, that you are an idiot or that <laughs> you or that you preemptively will only accept a certain answer like i have gotten people asking me things where you're like you clearly want me to answer this in a certain way mm, like you mm-hmm. you've you, phrased you're pressuring it. a yes. certain answer like we'll use we, I guess we won't, well, no, we can, we can call her out. 
we'll we'll use Sarah's example from the other day that she shared with us about the customer that wanted the custom product that no long that Sarah doesn't make anymore, and it's like a discontinued fragrance. I think she makes the product, but then mm. the fragrance yeah. that this person wanted is discontinued. And in the initial email that this person sent, not a not a she's already been told no, and now I'm trying to. Mm-hmm. like manipulate you into saying yes in the first email this person told a story about their wife that's just had a baby and the nostalgic memories of that this brings up like i feel like that could have worked on a different person though but because they don't know sarah and right. that sarah doesn't give a shit about that but like it didn't work the fact that you just said it could have worked it like, could have worked on that, someone else. That means that yeah. the intention of that story was to manipulate. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter if the manipulation would have worked or not. Yeah. The, the idea is that like, if you are asking a question with the intention to sway the answer, then you've already failed. Like, and you have to remember that smart people... Like there are times when people have asked me a question where I'm like, you're trying to manipulate the answer that is going to be given to you. How is that different from like when you apply for something and you're asked to write like why you want to be in the show or why you should be in the show? Because I asked you to tell me that Mm -hmm. question. I invited that question. So, so what they are doing is they're unsolicited. The thing that woman sending Sarah an email about her life story and how she should make this lotion and change her business policy for her is unsolicited. I think, oh, is that, are you talking about a different person oh, or know. is a guy Am I right? mixing things together? I don't know, but they didn't get that mad. They're just like, you know, they did. Right. But what I'm saying is that like, I've had someone get mad at me for saying no, oh, for sure. I get, I cause I wouldn't make a custom thing for them. And that's the problem is that like people ask these questions and then I think that people don't quite realize. So in those cases, like it kind of just ends up being that the end result is like everybody just feels shitty. Like the person that didn't get what they wanted feels shitty. Maybe they even had a bad feeling about that person that they asked for something Mm -hmm. from. And they're like, that person was mean to me or they didn't do what I wanted and I don't like them now. And it's like, cool, whatever you have a mental problem. But like, and then you as a business owner now feel like you've upset a customer or you've like, now you have a bad reputation. Like it's all just bad. It just makes everybody feel bad. There's also a lot of situations that I think, um, we've all been personally asked by another maker, like for oh. our resources, like how did how you much do money this? Did they make what are something? you using? Um, and you know, now that puts you on the spot for having to say no or feel, feel guilted into answering it. And, if you and say that's it, that whole, it doesn't mm-hmm. hurt to ask thing. And it's like, and if you feel uncomfortable, like, and it's all because like, it's all because we now live in this world where it used to be that like, you could just ask a question and if it felt inappropriate or it didn't work or whatever, or the other person didn't like it. The other person could just be like, no, I'm not interested. No, I'm not doing that. No, that Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't like what you're asking. No, I'm not going to tell you what you want. And the other person just went away. The other person would just be like, cool. Thanks. Bye. But now I feel like because of the internet and the way everybody's allowed to have an opinion and express themselves and like, 
tell everyone how they feel. Now everyone has to write that follow-up thing. Like it should be like, hi, I have a request. Can you meet it? The other person says, no, I cannot. Have a nice day. End of conversation. But instead there's always that next email or next DM or next phone call or whatever, or that's, Yelp I'm, review. I'm disappointed. That's, I'm disappointed yeah. in you, or I can't believe you're not going to do this. Or like, as if you now being mad is going to make me, because yeah. that's how we've created customer service. That's how we've, because bigger companies have to make you happy. Yeah. We live in this world where giant corporations are like, oh shit, don't let, like, don't let them be mad. Do whatever you can to make them happy. You made them upset, fix it. And, Instead of just being like, I'm not being unreasonable. I'm just telling you, no, I'm just telling you that, no, we don't do that. And instead you're like, that's unfair. That's unreasonable. I'm disappointed. I can't believe this. I'm so mad. Like I, I have a very specific example from when I had the store where, um, a guy wrote, I, I, I didn't actually know like all the bad ramifications ramifications of it until this guy wrote a one star Yelp review on the shop Um, and basically what happened was this man came in the store like never talked to him he'd never sent an inquiry or an email or anything he just walked into the store sight unseen and came up to the counter there was nobody else in the store it was just me and he had like a folder with like a bunch of printed samples of stuff in it um And he says, I've been working on this thing. Like, it kind of struck me that he was like a designer or he worked for some firm or something. Or he owned his own firm. And he was like, I'm working on these business cards. Like, do you do this? Like, is this what, isn't this what you do here? Blah, 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 blah. And I said, oh, we, like, we do, but we, we design everything. So this looks to me like you, you've designed all of this. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't, we don't print things that other people have designed this isn't it's not we're not a print shop Mm -hmm. um and he like didn't like that answer he didn't like that that was what i was telling him and i said well i'm happy to like give you the names of some printers like i you know that can do this kind of printing like there's chicago we only work with chicago local printers like i'm happy to give them the business but like we don't we don't do this Mm -hmm. um and he ended up like kind of uncomfortably like asking me a bunch of questions about shit about like how something should be printed and how it would get die cut and like stuff about spot varnish and like kind of basically like getting me to help him figure out how to print something mm. which I in the situ- stuck in that situation yeah. was like I guess I'm giving this guy a tutorial on printing right now mm-hmm. which annoyed me but I was also like I kind of felt bad and like he kind of seemed like he needed some help. And so I was just like, I'm happy to like give you some advice on like what you're showing me. But like, again, we don't do this. Mm -hmm. And he kept kind of trying to be like, he'd talk to me for a little bit and then be like, what if you just gave me a quote on doing this? And like, what if you just like tweaked the the design and then that would be considered like you designed it? And I was like, you're not understanding me. We don't, I don't do that. Why would he want to pay Right. You to do that. I have no idea. When he could go directly to I, a print shop. No, I think sheer laziness. Yeah. And so I was just like, yeah, we do, like we just don't. That's not what we do. You need to work with a print shop. We're not a print shop. This, like, I am a design company that happens to also offer printing. Yeah. 
and like he kept he he like picked up our business cards and he's like well how like how did these happen like how did these get printed i was like those were printed by the print shop that i gave you an email yeah. for like that like nsp printed those i don't know what to tell you so he was like kind of difficult and just weird and i i he Do you think and you had a secret print shop I, in the back he couldn't see somewhere i don't know and i i kind of when he left i kind of wrote it off like that guy's weird what an awkward person and then maybe like a week later there was this yelp review that was one star and and it was literally like his icon was a picture of that guy's face <laughs> so i was like well it's that guy and the Yelp review was basically like, don't go, don't go here. They won't help you. Um, I was just trying to give a small business money and all they kept oh. telling me was that I, they, they wouldn't help me. And, um, they basically just kept telling me that I should go somewhere else. Like, why would you tell? And then they, in the thing he was like, why would you tell someone to go somewhere else when I'm standing right there trying to give you my business? And then he's like one star. And I just like kept thinking like, so I'm at fault. So now I have an angry review that I'm like, there's n and on Yelp, it's set up in a way where like, you can't defend yourself. Yeah. You can't like, they have a thing where you're allowed to reply. You just look like you're a bad business owner that is like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, we're like, please let us fix it. Like, I no, I kind of want to be like, this guy's a dick. Removed. It doesn't work. I tried it. I think well, I tried it. I, I tried to I get remember. his, I tried to get his removed mm. and it, they never removed it. And it was just, and because I basically, there was another one that was a, it was actually a five-star review that I tried to have removed because it was a woman that had never been in our store. And she said that we had a letterpress that they would just mm. let you come in and print on. <laughs> and I was like, they, you need to, I, I was like, you like need that. to remove this. This woman has never been in our store. She wrote information that is completely erroneous. That is actually bad for our business. It means that people are seeing that and coming into the store thinking that they can print on our letterpress. That's not true. And they were like, why would you want to have a five-star review removed? And I'm like, because it's false. Because it's going to lead to one-star reviews right. when people realize that And then the other one true. was that his getting his removed where I was like, this guy came in and was basically, I told him we don't offer a service that he was asking for. And then he turned that around as me being a bad business owner that wouldn't help him. And it was like, and then I kept in my head, I kept saying, that's like, it's literally the same as if you walked into my stationery store and were like, I have a flat tire, go fix it. Yeah. And it's like, I don't fix flat tires. That lady would not help me. I could not believe she would not help me. I'm trying to give a small business money. Yeah, well, and I, I don't that fix that flat tires, asshole. I'm not a tire shop. I think that the idea of I'm trying to give you money is something that's common amongst all of the oh my god it doesn't hurt to ask questions yes. and it's like i i appreciate that that is on your mind but, but you they also don't mean it they're give using us money it as to leverage. do something that we don't right. know how to do i'm or, not a tire repair shop yeah like i think that this one example i was thinking of i think i complained about it on a um patreon episode yeah um Someone had uh, seen earrings in a shop somewhere. No. What was it? She wanted ear these earrings, but as a necklace. And oh, right. I remember that. Um, besides the fact that I don't do custom things, 
I just didn't think it was a good idea. Right. You were like, like that's I a knew bad it was going to come back and bite me in the yeah. ass. Yeah. Um, because it, those earrings shouldn't, shouldn't be have a been a necklace. Um, cause if it was going to be, you would have made it a necklace. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, like, I don't mind that she asked because occasionally someone will come up with a great idea and I'd be like, you know what? I've kind of thought about that. Yes. I'm going to do it. Yes. Let, let's do this. Yeah. Um, so I'm not mad at asking, but after I said no and suggested she go to one of these people, because I have like a long list of jewelry designers yeah, I recommend like, at all times, people. these people do custom work. She's, then she responded with being disappointed. I'm trying to give you business. Yeah. And um, like, I don't think that they would um, make your design. I'm like, this isn't That's my design. Not what I'm this asking. is the thing you came... First of all, it was a circle and a triangle, which I don't have any rights to. Yeah. And this is your design, actually. Yeah. <laughs> You're making up a new thing that I don't yeah. want to design. Yeah. So I'm literally telling you that. Yeah. And I, I, I just told you, you can. They're not going to have issues with it. Yeah. Because they also know I don't own the circle and triangle together. Yeah. Notice I've never once also, thanks for your thought tip. somebody copied anything of mine that has a circle and a triangle in it. Because yeah. it's... It'd be very hard to. Um, well, so the the bigger example of like when it actually literally hurts for you to ask a question is like the several times when yeah. people have asked questions for with regard to applying to show of hands. Yeah. Well, let's get into it because the and this is mostly like why I have felt that this is a topic I wanted to talk about, and it's 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 very like a muddy area because if I just say like, don't ask me questions, that seems very harsh and ridiculous, yeah. which I don't mean at all. I actually like invite people asking me questions. I clearly want people to like, I'm for people that have been in the show, they know how fucking open and easy it is to like get information from me as opposed to literally any other show that exists like if you need to know something it, it's either written down somewhere or you can find it out from me within like a half an hour mm -hmm. like it's not like you can you have a direct email to the person that decides everything about the show which I can't think of another show that that's that that exists and so it's a difficult situation because like I certainly like you just said I don't at all want to ever discourage people from asking mm -hmm. me questions but <laughs> they're unlike other shows there is so much information available to everyone like written down in the vendor packet that we give out to everybody that's in the show in the application when applications open in the FAQ page that is on the website all the time um just on the website in general like there's more information on there than i can even understand and it's constantly being added to like anytime somebody asks me a question that i'm like oh that's actually not mm -hmm. covered mm -hmm. i literally go in and amend everything yeah. so um to <sighs> You're concerned that people think you're an asshole because of this. I'm and very concerned. Maybe that some of them do. I'm an asshole. But um, if anybody honestly thinks it's reasonable to DM you or comment with how much is this show, 
You don't deserve the, to be in the show. The day that the sh- the applications open. Yeah. It's if also you honestly. It's think also listed in you, the FAQ page yeah. every day and has been for the last seven years. But like, you click one link, scroll down, it's answer right there, it yourself. In bold. Why on earth you think that someone should have to answer that for you and that you shouldn't have to read anything? And then when I don't answer me. it, so like I here's where me being an asshole comes in. And and yes, I could apparently take the easy route of like just coddling everyone and like wiping everybody's asshole for them with custom made toilet paper that has their name embroidered on it. But I'm not doing that. <laughs> embroidered, not embroidered, not digitally not printed. printed embroidered by me (laughs) with gold thread (laughs) i'm not doing it (laughs) i know that's what they want it's not happening also p.s you're not getting into the show anyway like I, i i kid you not i have never in seven years had one person who has asked me a question where i've been like are you fucking kidding me? You're asking me this question. It's literally in the vendor packet. It's literally on the FAQ page. It's literally in the application. I'm appalled that you are not paying attention to that. I've never had one person then get into a show, then be in the show. And I'm not saying that I didn't let them in because of that. I'm saying that they, by def- they just, because the universe works in magical ways, <laughs> you're not you're not ready that Mm. it tells me right then and there that you're not ready you are not a person that is ready to be in a show where because now do you not are you not going to pay attention to anything else like if you literally can't scroll down one screen on a fucking computer or your phone to see how much the booth costs how do you feel like you're going to deal with me giving you any amount of information once you're accepted into the show yeah. are you like i now feel like it's it's literally a job interview so it if is you, it's a job if interview. you yeah. went to a job interview if you were late for a job interview do you think you're getting hired if you showed up to a job interview where you were supposed to wear a suit every day or wear nice clothes every day and you were wearing a cubs t-shirt and ripped jeans are you getting hired no why because it's an indication of your future behavior is an indication of who you are going to be later on. And guess what? There are hundreds of people that want your spot. Mm -hmm. Hundreds. Why would I give you a spot when hundreds of, if there are a hundred people waiting for that position and 99 of them read the booth fee and had no problem finding it and signed up and made a decision about whether or not they wanted to apply. And then one person was like, can you tell me what the booth fee is? Who do you think's definitely not getting hired? Mm -hmm. The hundredth person that couldn't read. And then when I tell you, like, literally, I have a default answer that I just send to everybody who clearly doesn't read things because I know what's in the vendor packet. I know what's in the application. I know what's in the FAQ. I wrote it. And I challenge someone to ask me a question that's not addressed in there i challenge you like the only thing that i think in seven years that has ever been asked of me that's not written in there is that there was one year where somebody asked me if they could breastfeed at the show and i was like i will answer that question that's a legit good question thank you for asking it 
I'm not going to put that in the vendor fee because it's super specific or the vendor packet because it's yeah. super specific. Yeah. But I'm glad you asked it and I will answer it yeah. with thoughtful detail. But any other question is in the packet. So I have a default answer that's literally like the answer to your question is, is in the application link. Yeah. I'm not answering your question for you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not, even though I know the answer, I'm not answering it for you. You should have done it. You already wasted both of our time. Mm-hmm. And I've already mentally remembered what vendor you are. And so when you apply, guess what I'm, this is the, what the first thing I'm going to think is, oh, that's that asshole that couldn't read the application. I think there, some people are probably banking on there being a disconnect between them asking that question there and that there's a social media person sure. and a totally different yeah. person who's yeah. jurying the thing yeah. and that they're not the same person. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, and then there's also the thing of like, so somebody asked me, um, whether or not vintage resellers get into the show, mm-hmm. which I am tired of answering that quite frankly. And it's in the, it's, it's, also, like, have you ever seen a vintage reseller in seven years and 13 shows? Have you ever seen a vintage reseller in the show? I resell vintage jewelry at your that's, show. That's, diff- that's very different. Is it? It's very different. Okay. You're good. Not, um, what I'm saying is, like, <laughs> like literally a violating the store rules? showing okay. up and being like, I'm reselling okay. mugs. And so I have a thing in there that's like, we don't generally accept fine artists. We don't have... We don't accept vintage resellers. Mm. We don't like, I have a thing in there. That's like a whole section that's titled who can apply to show of hands. Yeah. You know, I thought about that. And it's like, um, just find the answer. It's right there. Let's say if I were just a vintage reseller, right? Um, you, you know that shows don't accept them, which is why you're asking in the first place. Right. So you go to the, um, the website and you do a command F vintage. Yeah. That's what I would have done to save myself some time. That's what you would have done. That's why I use that feature all the time to, I literally have done that on applications where I literally, I will literally go command F stationary Mm -hmm. command F paper. Yeah. It's not hard. I mean, easy trick. Yeah. Yeah. Anything I'm looking for on a page. And it's also like, when you ask a question and I know that you didn't go and look first, like it's one thing if they say, Oh, I read through the application and I see that it says that you're not currently accepting vintage resellers. Um, does that mean this? Mm -hmm. Like, that's a question. That's Mm -hmm. a legit question. That's not you being an asshole that didn't read something like, this is somebody that like the moment the post went up that applications were open. I mean, they even in their question were like, before I bother, I think they used the word bother. Can you tell me if vintage resale? I was like, Oh, so before you bother, can I answer your question for you? Even though I did answer your question for you, it's in the application. Like, so do you call Harvard and be like, hi, what, hi, <laughs> hi. Um, so I was going to apply to your college, but like, um, d- are there like dorms there? <laughs> to look in the back, yeah. like look on the website. I feel like a lot of times when I'm doing anything new or I don't know, like Google, we it. did our taxes recently and I remember some different things coming up and being like, Oh, I might, I should probably ask Amy about this. And then as like, as I was working on stuff, I answered my own questions and ended up having to ask her nothing. 
I'm right. like, glad I didn't embarrass myself and ask her a question that I clearly could have taken care of myself. And yes, she's there for answering my questions. But then also... But don't I want to show her that I'm competent? But then even in that scenario, you're paying her to answer your questions. I know. And... I know I am, and but... if she had a website... If she had a web page that's like, here's all the possible oh, questions. Oh, she does. <laughs> well, so, right. Yeah. So, wouldn't wouldn't you first, if you were like, I have a question, mm-hmm. wouldn't you be like, I'm going to go look at her website and like yeah. look through her tips and tricks and lists of things first. And then if I still can't figure it out, yeah. then I'm going to ask But her. I just, like, I remember thinking like, wow, a lot of people would have just fired that off without, you know, sitting what, on it for I mean, a second. Literally what people do. I'd like to, um, I think this is partially from having worked for um, two lawyers. They own the um, store that I worked at. Mm -hmm. Um, They sort of taught me to, um, I don't, like, you couldn't just um, ask, um, like, five questions in a day separately, you know? You were to... First of all, make sure you really need to ask that question, but like get them all together. And also, why are you asking the question? Like get all of that into one thing or like don't say this thing happened and then just leave it. You have to say this thing happened and I tried this and I tried that and tri- like yeah. I, I troubleshooted the whole thing. Have like and a summary. This is where we're still it. at. Yeah. You know, because otherwise it's just going to be back and forth, back and forth. Like yeah, do it's not efficient. all of. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the irony of these things where, like, why do you think I took all that time to, like, draft up a giant-ass long application? I could just be like, here's the application. Do you want to be in my show? It's $500. Sign up. Like, I do it because the whole point is that it's supposed to be efficient. It's supposed to answer all your questions, make you think of things that you wouldn't normally think of, make you feel prepared, make you feel comfortable with all of the variables that are going to come into play. It answers questions for people that maybe didn't even think they had questions. Like it covers all everybody's bases. It makes everything very clear and it make it answer. It's so that I don't have to answer the unending amount of DMS and random emails from people who are constantly like, what's the booth size and like how many floors are there and how many people are coming? Like it's all there. So if everybody individually is just asking me questions, doesn't that negate the whole purpose of making that website? Then I would just have like a 24 hour like chat window. Like it's just, it, it's, it's supposed to be that it's making it efficient for everyone. But instead I then had to like, have this DM conversation with this person back and forth for like five hours spread over the course of five hours when she could have just read the website. I'm going through the frequently asked questions and right done now. with it. Cause there's a link right to it in your link tree thing. It's the third thing down. What can I expect? Food and drinks. Can I sponsor accessibility? <laughs> Is my well-behaved dog welcome at the show? <laughs> I volunteer. When can I apply? How do I apply? How much does it cost to participate? You don't even have to read the application. It's right here. And, and that's been up. That's up all the time. Yeah. It's right here. Whatever. I'm an asshole. But then, so how then, big are the spaces? What's included with my booth fee? Who can apply to a show of hands event? 
Uh, you also get people. Um, oh, how are they chosen? Yet someone asks yeah, you right all, off the bat if it's the first come, first serve, yep. or if it's curated. Can I share? What's your refund policy? I've applied to past shows but didn't get in. Should I apply again? You'll get asked that anyway. I missed the deadline. Can I still apply? No. no. <laughs> Can <laughs> vendors also sponsor a show of hands? Yes. Um, blah, 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 blah. Like, um, it doesn't matter. Like, I feel like I could literally be like, dear insert name here. Thank you for joining me on my website. Like, it could literally be like a personalized experience and they still wouldn't. I've always thought absorb that information. Um, should talk. Science should just talk at you because be- people don't it like reading. I feel like it still wouldn't matter. I feel like it still would not matter. Like, and, and then, okay. So then that's when the, am I an asshole question comes in because now I'm, you know, I'm being told like that I'm, unkind and that I'm unprofessional and that I'm mean and that I'm rude and none of what I'm saying or doing to anyone is mean or rude or any of those things. It's literally just being like, I'm telling you what you don't like. You don't, you're, you didn't like not having your hand held. You didn't like that. No one stepped up and wiped your butt and said, I'm so sorry that you're dumb. And I'm so sorry that you can't read. Here's a fucking cupcake. And so now I'm mean. And when in reality, like this isn't a birthday party. This isn't you RSVPing to my wedding. This is a business. And you as a business owner, if you are a business owner applying for a business opportunity at this show that we are putting on, the least you can do is read the terms that are required to participate. If you're about to give me $500, I would think that you as a business owner committing that kind of money would want to read things. I, I would want to, I would want something in writing. Mm. I would want to be like, what's the deal with this? I, there have been shows that people have asked me to be a part of. And I'm like, where's the proposal? Where's the information on it? Where, what like covet market is a fabulous example of that where their website is literally like a picture and then like apply to this. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? You want me to give you $500 and your website is literally like a graphic button that's like, give me money and then no other information. Like there's no information about what other vendors are going to be in it, where it's at, what time, how you're going to market it, what the money's being spent on, who's going to be there, photos of past events. Like, but then I put too much information on my website and people are still like, can you just answer my question instead of me spending any time trying to find it myself. (laughs) I'm so I was uh, trying to refresh myself uh, with that. So Emily's not exaggerating. She did get called um, unkind and uh, what was the other one? (laughs) Something else. That That lady that called me unkind and then was like, you should as a, as representing a bit I felt like she was disciplining me because she thought that I was like the social media person do you know what I mean like that read that read very much like she was trying to teach me 
the young social media person who doesn't know how to talk to people. Like she was trying to teach me a lesson. Here's what I think about being kind to people because she said, as she said, people make mistakes, which to me, that was not a mistake. That was Laziness. someone being lazy. Yeah. And those, that's, those are different things. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think that your answer was just really straightforward. And she did not like that. No. Like, and then I was because like, you know, that's when I was like, am I an asshole? No, I, I think put blessings and a heart emoji, which apparently is bad form. Sure. What I think is funny is that, um, the people like this person who thinks that there should be more like, I don't know, compassion. Like, I think they're also the same people who, um, like want everyone to be accepting of everyone's like personality quirks and stuff. And right. you are exactly how you are. Yeah. Why should you, why should be, I have to change? You know, also, like the very thing that makes me run that show so fucking well, the very thing that makes that show run like a well-oiled machine and makes it super organized, which is like probably the number one thing that I get complimented on after that show. When vendors are like first time vendors, I would, I kid you not 40 people on the way out are like, this show is so organized. Mm. Thank you. Like, so am I supposed to not do that anymore? Am I supposed to not be organized anymore? Am I supposed to just be like, oh my God, hearts emojis. I'm so like, yeah, I'm so glad that I'm supposed to entertain the idea of having a bunch of really disorganized people be vendors in my show. Why would like, there's part of me that cannot get over the idea that like, so you want me to be compassionate and like sweet and nice and coddling to everyone while I'm on the other side of it going, I actually want to demand of you that you have more respect for yourself. Like I want to demand of you as a business owner that you care enough about your business that you read 10 sentences because anything other than that to me is embarrassing. Like the fact that you treat your business with such disregard that you would just be like, Oh my God, I'm just going to flippantly send this person a DM and have my question answered. And then I'm going to go back to my life because I am that self-centered and I don't care about anyone else. I, I have no thought for the fact that like either hundreds of other people are also asking this person questions or maybe this is probably set up in a way that the answer is probably right in front of me. And I shouldn't have to ask this question. I should just go get, like, why wouldn't you want to efficiently get the answer right away? Didn't some it's person right there. say they didn't want to read yes. the application? Yes. The one person and said, it's like, I don't want to let you in. And that's exactly right. That's the, that's the, <laughs> it does hurt to ask. Yeah. Cause the minute that person I didn't said to read, me that like, they didn't want to read it. It's think same. about it like a job interview again. Like, oh, I didn't want to read the job and description. Can you tell me what it is again? Can you tell me if I'm gonna get if I if I'm gonna get the job? Oh yeah. Can you tell me if I would get the job before I come to the interview? Because otherwise, I don't want to waste, I'm not my, waste time. my time. I've had that several times. Yes, I I was gonna. I had thought of it earlier. You get asked all the time, should I apply, should to, I this? apply to this? Will I get in? Yeah, will I get in? That's what the application is, dumbass. Mm-hmm. It's literally what the application is. Um, so we wanted to, well, we wanted to do more research for this episode, but it didn't happen. 
So research I, research. <laughs> um, I quickly Googled um, something about uh, it hurting to ask. Or no, I actually Googled. Um, it doesn't hurt. It to doesn't ask. hurt to ask. And an the article thing comes up is like it does up. hurt to ask. <laughs> yeah, this is the article on ink, which I think we um yeah we use that a lot. lot. Yeah. Um, uh, and the article is titled "Please Stop Saying It Doesn't Hurt to Ask. Sometimes it does." I love, um, I love this person. <laughs> and then um, they're like, what's the the bit underneath it? The, like, too long didn't read <laughs> thing? The, su- the subtitle? The subtext? Yeah. Um, uh, there are a lot of authors, podcasters, and gurus out there encouraging everyone to ask big favors from everyone they meet. It's terrible advice. Thank you. Hey, maybe we can get jobs re- um, writing things for ink. Um, Probably. So... Let's see if we can get some actual researched advice here. I was just uh, skimming it as I do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How ironic. We're not going to read it either. I think now would be fair to say that uh, I don't read the show of hands information anymore. Not very often. But then you also don't email me with stupid questions. No. Um, Like read new things. You know, and you also show up prepared for the show and set up your booth appropriately and are on time and do a really great job at the show. So like all of those things are fine. Like, I don't care if you're a stupid idiot. If you show up and do your job at the show, like have a bunch, like don't read anything. Yeah. If you're magically able to like show up and run a good show and make a ton of money and have a great booth display without reading any information I give you. I guarantee you there are people at the show. I, I could probably name. Oh, I'd never do that for a new show. Oh, right. I'd read it you've like done a it. million times right. over and over you've again. you've done it before. Yeah. You've done it over and over again. And if something drastically changed, I make sure, like when things do change with the show, mm-hmm. I make sure to like point out to the repeat people, like something has changed. Be aware yeah. of this. Yes. Because I know that things get monotonous and that like you guys don't need to know that the tables are six feet long. Duh. that's what they always are like if i suddenly changed them or suddenly weren't including tables or suddenly the booth fee is different or suddenly the venue is different like obviously you're gonna know that but yeah it's very hard when like it's it it's also the thing someone else sent me an email that was like are there any other discounts and i was like no no." and um like they knew that there was the early bird discount And um, and that they could share a, a booth. It's not a discount not a for discount. sharing a booth. Um, but like any other, it's like I know you have all these discounts, but are there more? Also, if there were more, are yes, they secret? It's a secret discount. It's a secret. Email me and ask. Pretty pretty please discount. Like fuck off. Yeah. Like I literally wrote back no. Yeah. Send. <laughs> okay, so let's get into this. Um, how asking can hurt. I'm just going to read bits until it's not interesting anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Until we all fall asleep. Um, Sure, you may occasionally strike gold. You reach out to a journalist who replies and says, I'd love to hear more. Or you may get a reply. (laughs) But that never happens. (laughs) Or you may get a reply from someone who offers you just the advice you're looking for. Or you might get an influencer to agree to review your product. But if you're only getting yes one out of 100 times you ask... You're paying a price for that rare opportunity. You're likely repelling tons of people. I love that word, repelling. Yeah. Of course, you might think that's fine. You have to lose some to gain some. And it's important to make a strong impression one way or another. Either people will love you or hate you. 
there's some truth to that mentality when you're writing when you're writing a blog post polarizing can be good it evokes strong emotions that stir up conversation all of which increase the likelihood people will, will share your work but asking strangers to share their time and audiences with you is different you risk repelling people before they have even had a chance to get to know you some of these people might have turned out to be your biggest fans but you take away that opportunity when you spam their inboxes and turn them off from hearing more you know i'm thinking about this in relation to like um emailing stores too yeah like yeah. i doing so careful much. or even like sending out emails to your customer list like yeah. you can't sit there and be like well target emails everyone three times a day right. so i can do that it's right. like yeah it's not the same you're always going to need toilet paper from target right. right they can do that yeah they're not always going to need to buy whatever and you're selling. also <laughs> when when they get when they unsubscribe from target's mailing list target is still pervasive in society and everywhere yeah. in their face whereas when they unsubscribe from your mailing list that may be the only like attachment they have to seeing that you exist like you them them unsubscribing may be like well now they forget about you yeah anyhow they and then they go on to give advice about what to do instead which is essentially like if you're going to ask something of someone form a relationship first um like offer them something in return yeah you know like i think it's there are ways i think if i were to ask someone like if i really needed to know their resource on something right yeah i would be like i would end it with i totally understand if you yeah. don't want to tell me I'll, yeah. just give them an out right you know just be like this is totally fine and then they can say no and you can and you both can like, move on I'm without good. hating each other right for it. and it not feeling weird and awkward yeah and be, yeah and it's also like if you don't give them that out, they're more likely to just like delete that message and ignore you we instead all of talk just about being deleting like people's messages all the time. I mean, like that's what I like every time I tell Josh, like, Oh, so somebody sent me this message that says this today. He's like, I hope you just deleted it. And I'm like, I can only do that to a certain point. Like I'm still, there's still an amount of like, I have to respond to people, even if it's like the canned answer, here's the link to our website yeah, like this is what canned answers are for yeah for sure like i mean i have to do that a lot and i have and like because and there was a one of the ones that came yesterday one of the emails that came yesterday and josh was like you should have just deleted that and i said yeah but you know what's going to happen and this has happened in the past is like if i do just delete like a comment that's on a post that i'm like this is completely inappropriate for you to be asking a question in the comments of an instagram post that's ridiculous like the thing about how much the booth fee was, was like in, was like on an Instagram but have feed. you ever scrolled through a renegade post about apps being open? Oh, it's it's ton tons of people no, asking I'm, the same question. I delete that fucking shit right away. Cause I'm like, that's so inappropriate. And like, no one else needs to see that. And they certainly don't need to see that I'm not replying to it. That makes me look terrible. Mm -hmm. And so I just delete it automatically. I respond to that person privately because that's what they should have done in the first place. And Josh is always like, just delete it and like ignore them. And I'm like, no, that's not how it works. These people that think that that's an appropriate way to communicate will hound me. Mm -hmm. They will treat, they will believe that like it got deleted in by accident or I didn't see it. And they will continue to send me emails and continue to fill out my contact form and continue to send me DMS until I respond to them. And it's unbearable. And like, it's ridiculous and sad, but like, 
that's how people are now. Like that's how they're, and it's one out of a thousand, but it's that one that's like, what the fuck? And like the, and it's so terrible. And like, there are people that I have blocked. There are people like the people that just like tag show of hands and pictures like arbitrarily that I'm just like, cool. If you're going to keep doing this, I'm going to block you. Like fuck off, Fuck you. Like I don't understand. I don't understand you. It doesn't make sense to me. I obviously can't reason with you and have like a conversation cause you're not a normal human being. So I'm just going to block you and like make it so you physically can't do what you're doing. But like, I don't, I guess I can't like, I know I can't control how people are and like how people I feel like you're like, but I wish I could like, I I wish that there was like, I wish that there was some overlying like sense of decorum with how you, you should be like, I, I, but there's not. And like, I feel sometimes that I'm thankful that, that the majority of the people I deal with, with regards to show of hands are actually really awesome. And like, it could be way worse. Like I think I constantly think about like how many fuck fucking assholes renegade must deal with mm-hmm. every day. Like I, if, if I'm dealing like if the number of terrible, like self-centered people that email me and call me names and like ask me stupid questions, it like however many that is, it's gotta be, a hundred times that amount for a company like Renegade. And like, they probably literally have staff that like, that's all they do all day is deal with those people. And like, that's why sometimes we're all like, well, you can't email Renegade anything. You won't get a response. Well, yeah, because they're probably feeling they can't take it anymore. (laughs) I, I mean, I feel like a lot of this is just like a byproduct of the hustle culture that has you know, been really yeah. prevalent for the last, I don't know, decade. Yeah. Um, like ever since people started having trouble, like getting jobs out of college and needed yes. to create their own fields, <sighs> you know, you deal with desperation on and off and you just get really comfortable doing whatever you have to do. Um, I'll say I've felt desperation a lot recently. I mean, some of these but people I've, I've held it. I've reined it in. Like yeah. I was waiting for an email response from someone about something that could, you know, make or break yeah. my year right now. Um, and I waited 12 days before I emailed <laughs> and I was like, I'm so proud of myself for waiting I 12 waited days. So long. And I like kept it short and casual and I got a response right away and now I'm happy. I feel better, but yeah. I'm also very proud of myself for waiting 12 days and not being like, hi, it's me. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. It's me again. Like have some self-awareness. I'm aware that I can be really, um, not, not high maintenance. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, sure, but that's not the word I'm looking Persistent? for. Persistent. Uh, I'm just like, uh, you know, a, a little, uptight about you know like I'm it's hard working with other people that aren't quite as aggressive or like that's really hard I'm like having a hard time wording it that's why I that's why I keep saying like am I an asshole like because I that's what I feel like I feel constantly like don't I wouldn't worry about it because there are plenty of people like me and other people have been in 
show of hands over and over again that 100% want you to stay exactly the way you are. Because I feel like there are so many because people that are like how we are. So they're so loose and like Mm-mm. they don't care and like they're so just like what's the problem and like oh I didn't read that and like don't worry about it and like why is everybody so stressed out and I'm like yeah but aren't you kind of like the least professional person in the room and like how does that doesn't that make you feel terrible because it would embarrass me what if you added like i feel like people um, aren't easily embarrassed like be more easily embarrassed <laughs> like i'm not i'm like, constantly worried about like like i would like to not me? be embarrassed all the time though i feel like i'm constantly trying to prevent being embarrassed but so. like maybe i don't know like these people are like it too far oh my They're god too far so on the other far, end so far um what like, if- why do you have no shame <laughs> like i would ne- the way that these people talk to people like how are you not worried that i'm gonna like s- literally screen cap that and send it to people which i do like are you how are you not worried about that like i i would never want to admit to the internet that I am so dumb. Like that I don't, I just don't care. I just don't, can't be bothered. I just can't be bothered. This reminds me of something that's like a little bit off topic, (laughs) but I'm, and maybe you saw it too. Uh, One tail at a time had posted a video, I think of a dog eating a cupcake and someone had a comment with, is that chocolate? Jesus and I'm like, do you think one tail at a time gave a dog gave a, a chocolate, dog chocolate? Piss off. They, they just responded with, uh, no, it's a doggy cupcake. It's made from apples. Goodbye. Delete. Blocked. Well, I don't think they deleted they or blocked have. it. They left it um, because Steve saw it later, too. Um, Ugh, but I was people. like, why? You re- like listen congratulations i just want like that's how i want to respond to everybody like congratulations you you win yeah you're the winner you're the bet you won for best person like everybody else is a garbage can and you're the best do they really think that they just taught the entire world that they do can't eat chocolate they They just learned it yesterday they literally read an article they're like do you know that dogs can't eat grapes oh yeah oh my god i think onions too right jesus christ um, I just want to be like, fuck off, fuck what, off. What if um, a component of the show of hands application had um, like the Enneagram? Because <laughs> I feel like it would be if like you must if it said Emily, runner, showrunner for eight. show of hands is an eight, and then people go, oh, <laughs> got okay. it. Uh, that's why I love the Enneagram so much. Because you're as, immediately as like, a five. Got the it. second other people who know the Enneagram learn that I'm a five, they're like. Okay. Yeah. I get it. They're like, I understand you. And now I feel like I can just be myself instead of all the time when I'm like trying to just be a normal person, <laughs> which is oh, yeah. hard work. So I'm not an asshole. I'm an eight. Yes. <laughs> hey, there's a new card for Jenny. <laughs> right. I'm not an, we're going to write this down. I'm not an Jenny, asshole. Jenny, we got a new we card. Got new, we got new cards for you. For you. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would say, um, I'm not embarrassed. I'm a five. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, like I'm not a sociopath. I'm a five. <laughs> Don't check my trunk. I'm a five. <laughs> oh shit! We got a whole new, got a whole new product line. Um, wait, you watched the new Michelle Wolf thing, right? 
yeah the like if your neighbor is like happy all the time check his basement check his basement <laughs> something going on i'm like oh. oh yeah yeah but you're not happy all the time you're never happy no and uh no but i want to i'm you're like check i'm gonna check bases. i think about that all the time that oh, we yeah. should be checking everyone's basements oh for sure like just yeah randomly like we'll divide yeah. up make teams yeah. and just check Community our neighborhood check. basements yeah everybody has to swap you get assigned another person's house mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and you're just mm -hmm. like well gotta check this person's house this on saturday and you got, like um there'd be techniques for finding hidden walls <laughs> you gotta fuel up for it and like knock for hollow spots and you have floors a you have luminol <laughs> and a black light <laughs> yeah <laughs> what's wrong with us Oh my uh, god! Did you watch Ted Bundy? No, I, a I'm new one. Like not You're that Ted Bundyed out. Like first of all, new one. With how many are there There's now? So many. This one's like from uh, Elizabeth Kendall's perspective. I I did see the um, that that was new. I forgot about that. It's very I don't know. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. Because it's more about her than it it's is about, about her and the victims, and not about him. Okay, I might watch that. It's very interesting. The first couple but episodes. Ted are Bundy like, doesn't interest me at no, all. No, he's not interesting. He's a piece of shit. But the, the, it's very interesting because it's like a very historical perspective. There's like a lot of like, like feminist, um, like, like women's movement history mm. take in the first couple episodes. It's really, it's very interesting, which I was like, oh, they're doing this differently. Like how? And then her daughter's in it as well. Oh, her daughter's interviewed. Who's, she's like 50 now. Jesus. Yeah. It's a long time ago. Mm. Um, yeah, it did make me feel a little old because I was like, oh, fuck, that's that was a long time ago because he was executed when I was like 10, 11, what year 10 or 11, 89 hmm. is when he was executed. And that yeah. was like a huge thing. And he, it was like drawn out for like several years. And that I, I remember I that being like the first like what's a serial killer? Like just remember like not, you know, being a kid and not really knowing uh, what that was. My first was Jeffrey. Oh shit. Oh yeah. I guess that makes sense. Cause that would have been early so 90s. Obsessed. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it was close. And like, I didn't know what the death yeah. penalty was. I didn't know that people could like go to prison and then like get killed. I didn't know. I didn't understand any of that. So that was like my first, like, hmm. yeah, it's, it, it's interesting. It's only like five episodes. Oh, okay. Um, episodes. We did start that lock and key though. Oh it's, yeah. It's really it's good. good. I, someone, I think it's a, based on a book, right? Yeah, it's based on a graphic novel series. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Like, um, Hence the very good title sequence. The very beautiful uh, illustrations of oh, the title sequence okay, okay. are mimicking the graphic novel. Yeah, I was saying that I used to have a reoccurring dream that's very similar <laughs> to that. Um, it's the second time Netflix has come out with a show that... That you wrote? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like... And so like Steve and I's new thing is... We live in a simulation <laughs> because simulation I, and I don't side of another simulation. I 100% believe that there are hundreds of people who had a very similar reoccurring dream, you know? Yeah. It wasn't just mine. Like hive someone mind. else did too. Hive mind yeah, style for sure. Um, so there we got off topic. Um, that's what we do. So that's that's for everybody that's missed us. <laughs> so we solved your um, being an asshole problem, did we? Not, oh, an, asshole. not an asshole. You're an eight. I'm an I'm an eight. Yeah, I think I'm still an asshole. Um, I don't know. But then I think the bigger question is not whether or not I'm an asshole. I think the question is, do I 
care do you care if that people you perceive me as an asshole and i think the answer is no okay well then because there you go. ultimately like if the reason why pe- people perceive me as being an asshole is because i'm like hi these are my policies here's the answer to your question then i'm not gonna not do that like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm not it's just like it, i'm unable to I cannot be, it would be so weird for me to just be like, oh my God, hi, thanks for your question. It's so valid. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, okay. I'm so glad that you're wasting my time with this email. I'm so glad that you took zero time and have no respect for me or my business or any of the people that actually read the application. Here's your answer. I just love like, Emily. Heart should, emojis, <laughs> hashtag blessings. People should want to try to impress you. That's because what I'm saying. You have something that they want. But then I think you're right about the disconnect between the social media yeah. issues. Because, but, but then, you put your face on there a good amount. But then there is also a fair, like I do say that with regards to like DMs and stuff, but then I do get some emails where I'm like, are you seriously sending this in an email to me? Like the lady that was like, but I guess that's after they get rejected. They send me those emails. Mm. <laughs> but then again, you're like, don't you want to apply to this again later? Like, yeah, you, do you really, are you just ready to just burn that bridge to the yeah. ground? That seems strange. Cause that's interesting that you're just like, also, do you not know that people talk to each other? Sure. Yeah. That's another thing about the, like, I mean, that's kind of tangential to the, it doesn't hurt to ask like the whole, like, people's inability to keep things to themselves. Like when you're really butthurt that you got rejected from a show and you just cannot keep it to yourself. Like you just can't, your ego is so, so huge that you just that have to send me up oh, every time but hurt. Yeah. Cause it's I, not hurt. It's, it's not something I've ever said, but Steve says it. Well, because it's not, <laughs> it's not like being truly hurt. It's like, it's like uh, I don't really understand it at all, but whenever anyone says it, I just <laughs> laugh. I mean, I think it's uh, because if you were say, if you were to say hurt, that gives it validity. Whereas when you say somebody's butt hurt, it's like Aw, oh, okay, Aw, okay, you little yeah. baby, you got hurt. Okay. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> like it's kind of like trivializing it okay. a little bit. Like yeah. you shouldn't really be hurt because yeah, your butt hurt. I just yeah. I like it. It's a good phrase. Some of my favorite people say that. (laughs) I'm glad to be one of them. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, they like, I just think it's really funny that you would like go out of your way to in an email to like document. It's not like you had the balls to like walk up to me in a public place and be like, Hey, you lady, how dare you reject me from your show? No, I didn't. She didn't say it to my face. From someone else. Oh. Who was the other person? I'm not going to say it oh. on the podcast. Now I'm like, who said it to me? And it was to my um, when you were doing an event. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, right, there right, we right. go. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't think. I was like, who are we talking about? <laughs> so many people hate me. I can't narrow it down. <laughs> hey, didn't uh, from the last big holiday show, didn't you like not have anyone complain about not getting in from the last holiday show yeah i know whatever you were doing i i thought that it must have something to do with that instagram story video thing where you talked about like how many people apply versus getting in and this and this and that like 
like you'll probably have to do that every time i also but think i think it must have helped i do also have to be like it's not personal per- yeah and i i think i have to be continually very transparent about like how many people apply and that like I'm, this is not arbitrary. Like I am being very thoughtful and, and like people that I like are getting rejected. Like that's, Mm -hmm. it's unfortunate, but that's what happens. And like, if you're in a certain category, you're going to get rejected. Yeah. Like your likelihood of getting rejected is so much higher. Curation works. And like, I'm not going to sacrifice the show as a whole or anyone's individual, like possible success because I'm trying not to hurt someone's feelings. That's not how it's going to work ever. Like if, if 50 candle vendors apply, like there's going to have to be some major adjustments. Like it's just the way it goes. And I don't know who, I don't know how that's going to work out until it happens. Mm -hmm. Like right now applications are coming in and until all of them are in, like there could be a random show where 14 jewelry makers apply and no and no more than that and then i'm gonna be like that's weird that's not it's not gonna, it's never happen. gonna happen it's gonna be like 40 <laughs> just 40 i mean if i'm lucky it'll be 40 yeah but like it's it's hard because every time every time there will be somebody that's just like tells me they're like at the very least it'll be somebody telling me they're disappointed yeah um usually there's a couple random like pretty nice emails that are actually like, I commend those people for being like, hi, thank you for the opportunity. I look forward to applying again in the future. And like in the same way that the like whiny bitchy emails make an impression on me, those emails also make an impression on me where Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going to remember you next Mm -hmm. time. I'm going to remember that you like, even though you are probably have hurt feelings and are probably upset right now, you were like, I'm going to suck it up. And I'm going to send her an email and I'm going to be like, thank you for the opportunity. I hope to apply again in the future. Best of luck with your show. I'll be there shopping. Have a nice day. And mm-hmm. then they show up and they're shopping. Like that's how you get into a show. I'm now <laughs> trying to think. Absolutely. That's a good attitude. Like you have a good attitude. Thank you for being I'm wondering kind. if we can put to like do some sort of um, episode where we give writing examples. Like, I like I'm not good at writing a lot of things, but yeah, like I am how good to at be succinct and like clear, like actually communicating. Yes, like I can't do the like cutesy no. like Instagram post and like you thing. shouldn't do that. I'm not capable. Like I'm not even good at writing the podcast descriptions, um, <laughs> which I just realized I'm gonna have to start doing again. Yay. Um, <laughs> But, um, like writing, um, an application sort of thing or, um, like, uh, like presenting yourself to another person and being like, this is what I need from you or this is what I'm asking or, um, yeah, I have a lot of, uh, feelings about like how you do that appropriately. And I bet, I mean, I bet you have a good examples of like things you've written and I'm sure I have good examples of things people have written to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like my Porterfly app was used yeah, as, as an a example. great example, as a good example like, of an application. Okay. Like, yeah. Um, you know, 
like for a long time you think I'm just like doing my best and it's probably not good enough and then you find out like oh I'm doing all right that you're trying harder than other people um I have another example that I won't use um but (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I have uh I have good advice on that so actually if anyone had any questions about like wanting help with communication things we could totally because email um, I mean email and dms and stuff is really tricky I mean my general rule is like don't communicate with people via dms i hate like i, I want to say like as much like, as you don't can DM me but if it's like a if it's like a big conversation like try to move it off of there try to be like hey email me or hey let's continue I think this the on worst email want to store contacts yeah via dm it's like let's be professional like if somebody here. sends you a big long thing just yeah. be like cool thanks for this can you resend that like i almost always do that where i'm just like can you just and sometimes it's people that are our age or older even yeah. and it's like i can't function on my phone in this way yeah. i need to type on a computer <laughs> also like i get trying to connect with people on there and be like hey can i get your attention but like i don't want to have correspondence on there like it just it always just seems really like my water it gets really lost like it always just kind of like loses something and then it's also like you don't have any sort of tracking of it like there's no mm-hmm. like record of what i don't know it just always if feels like anything off to me yeah like sometimes i'll just opt for like not saying or sending the thing at all because i'll read it and be like this is going to read wrong yeah like and i just don't i really wish all. people would Sorry. like proofread their shit i don't i mean i i say that but and then i kind of realize like i bet some of these people do proofread their <laughs> shit like and then they're like this sounds great i sound ju- exactly as much of a dick as i want to send like i mean some of these people just send like these run-on sentences where they like they don't even address me and they don't even sign it and they just send it and i'm just like what were you thinking like how do you like you have such disregard for me like you want me to take you so seriously and and listen to what you're saying but then you just like had no you just did not care about me like you didn't think at all about the other side of of this conversation mm-hmm. like you just and 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 I always think you would never say that to my face like the stuff that people ask or the things that people say I'm like if we were in a room together you would never walk up to me and you would never have the confidence or the balls to be like just so you know I've I did the one of a kind show and I made this much money and I can't believe you would like best of luck with your show like oh my god okay like good email (laughs) I'm gonna screen cap that send it to a bunch of people (laughs) right and yeah we've said that a million times like before you respond or don't respond at all just send it to your friends have a laugh get that out like i've written so i've written some nasty emails that have never been sent i i write long don't trust myself enough to type it in the thing because it might accidentally get i mean you'd have to do it like in a page file or something yeah yeah, yeah. do it in another yeah thing um but that's more time than i would ever give to any of that yeah i'm just gonna yell about it out loud and maybe steve listens yeah maybe he doesn't i don't know i mean i try to i try to just 
mostly not reply at all to a lot of those like the ne- yeah. the super like negative ones i'm just like you you didn't care to actually get a response from me you just wanted to like ruin your day th- yeah you just wanted to like throw my day was ruined right. so i'm going to ruin right. yours I'm, also. like ha- like like they want people mostly just want the power of like having made the other person feel bad like it'll it makes them feel better to make someone else feel bad which i i personally don't understand but people like to do that i've learned that (laughs) the hard way um and then i'm like the only way that like i win this situation is if i just like don't continue it any further like just be like cool and then if it ever comes up in the future i'm just like cool i don't know what you're talking about like if somebody's like you know and then i mean we've actually had that where the there's one particular vendor that then like continues to talk shit about me to other people and then is like i what i should apply to that show and then you're like oh i'm sorry do you remember when you told me to go fuck myself (laughs) you're never getting into my show like that how do you think i forgot it's in my it's it's screenshotted in my computer i can pull it up right now I could like screen print it on a t-shirt and wear it around. <laughs> oh God. Um, but like, you think I forgot? Like that's adorable. <laughs> it's really adorable. Do you want to talk about the like conference thing that you're going to? Oh, that was part of my, am I an asshole thing? Mm-hmm. Cause I keep thinking about, so I'm going to alt summit. I don't mm-hmm. know how many people know what that is. I, I mean, I barely know what it is. That's in Palm Springs. And it's like a, I mean, I think, the short answer is that it's like a women's women business owner meetup kind of conference. And there's lots of stuff about like running your own business and like social media stuff. And like, you know, there's people there talking about marketing and talking about lawyers and talking about, I don't know, e-commerce and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's very much like, it's very, it's very like, I'll say this, like, doesn't feel like my crowd like it's i mean the way you just described it yeah it doesn't sound like very like palm spring but you're going i'm going and like i i'm i'm trying very hard to like like be go be outside of myself a little bit this year and like do things that are kind of not my normal i mean even if it's nothing like you want that could be right it could work in the right it could like it could like solidly ground me in my own yeah yeah way of being and And be like this is the way i am and i'm that's what you need glad for it yeah like it just it seems very like long hair extensions parted in the middle and i'm wearing a cute outfit and i have cute espadrilles on and i'm Mm. you know and like i have a phone case on a chain and like i'm very cute phone and i'm taking on a chain right like i'm just cute that's and like, a thing yeah yeah i don't know i just I and i'm Google also that. i'm also like a little self-conscious about like i'm literally gonna be like probably the oldest person there and oh, i doubt that like there it's just it, you know but i am like lee is going from indigo and violet studio oh, lee cool. hardy so like she we're rooming to get like we have a hotel room together so we're gonna be there together so like she's kind of my saving grace that i'm like at least lee will be there and i'll just like go run to her and be like please save me from 
this insanity sorry i'm the jerk who said no <laughs> but i think like you would i mean if i'm gonna be weird and miserable i feel like you would be way more yeah uncomfortable could, than no, i'm even just, worried about yeah i can't like because at least i'm like an extroverted yeah. person that yeah. can go and be like this is what it is and i'm here to talk to people and i'm gonna do this and go to cocktail events and like hang out and there is stuff there is there are speakers that i'm interested in seeing and there are event like you can hand you get to pick like what things you want to go to and there's definitely like some stuff on there that i'm like i'm not fucking going to this like there's some you know there's like a but like the spot like some of the is sponsor there a mixer <laughs> oh for sure there's probably like a hundred mixers but they're like some of the sponsors are just like like amazon home is one of the oh. spots like just shit like that where i'm like this is kind of like the antithesis of me hey, and maybe so, you'll design the antithesis <laughs> of that i'm just trying to like yeah maybe learn i don't know i'm trying to like take what i can take from it sure instead of be going to into it and being really judgmental and like being an asshole about okay. it. Like I'm, I'm trying really hard. Like I'm trying to like, part of me is like, there's one half of my brain that's like, what have I done? Why did I sign up for this? I'm going to be miserable. And then the other part of me is like, don't decide that you're going to be miserable. That's stupid. Like you're going to be in Palm Springs, like have a nice mm -hmm. time. Like the worst case scenario is that you like, only go to half the things and like sit by the pool and like have a nice time and like get relax for a week. Mm -hmm. That's super valuable. But then I was also like, you know what? It could be interesting to like see how a conference is organized and like see mm -hmm. how an event works like this on the scale. And like, what do I learn from that? And like take away that kind of shit mm -hmm. instead of being like, I'm try I'm going to try really hard to like not be well, a judgmental asshole the whole I time. I feel like that'll be easier not being with me you know right because we would just be in our little pod yeah <laughs> yeah where we're like we hate everyone yeah i would make it worse like i'm gonna try really i mean it'll be i think it'll be hard for me to like <coughs> kind of immediately be like this is not my scene and th these are not my people but like that's not true like that doesn't have that doesn't have to be true. Like certainly some of the people there are You'll going to someone. not. Right. Yeah. I w like there will be people there that will be very much my people. Um, but I, I have to remember that like, there are going to be a lot of like 20 somethings there that are like influencers and bloggers and like people that are like, I love Starbucks and like, you know, that kind of shit mm -hmm. where I'm going to have to, you know, or like try to not be the goth freak that has <laughs> shaved hair. You know, I w was, looking at someone's stories and they were talking about um like <coughs> how um they know what they're doing because they've been doing this for three years oh my god and I i'm like oh my god that's cute you're adorable you know what i've been doing for three years this times five <laughs> i think you can say that once you've gotten to five years yeah 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 but three yeah. feels like not enough to no. be like, Cause I've been doing this for three years. Yeah, that's like, spoken like somebody who's 24 years old. Five. I, yeah. You can start saying that at five. Five is like, a Like when big I was deal. three years into running Orange Beautiful, there's no fucking way I would have ever walked up to anybody and been like, I've been running my company for a really long time. There's no, I would, I would have been like, I'm new at this. Like that was at the point where my dad was telling me, you know, most businesses fail in the first three years <laughs> and i was like please god let me get through to year four yeah like please let this work out 
there was no way I was walking around being not, like, I'm, I'm a veteran. Yeah, It's not just <laughs> like, obviously what you're doing in your business is totally valid, but you don't get to walk around and like brag about three years. No, no. I like, I'm, there's some statistic about how long it takes, how many hours you have to put into something to, to be, be a an professional. Expert. Yeah. To be um, an and it's a, it's a lot. It's way more than three years and I, and of I, working full time. I always see that and I think, oh, I don't think I'm an expert, but I've put in way more hours yes. than that. So yeah. there's, um, yeah, there's a few, there's a few things like, I mean, I, I pitched to like, do uh, like be a speaker at this thing. And like, I didn't get, I was not picked for any of the things I submitted but then like some did of the, you write them a letter saying yeah how disappointed, how disappointed i was and how i run my own show and how dare they yeah don't totally you did. know who don't you I know am. who i am i'm gonna make sure that says that <laughs> don't you know who i am but i like i, I just like there you know there's some people that like are doing talks and doing expert desk things and like all the whatever their little things that they're doing and i'm just like okay cool that's fine but i also know that like my things were like the, the pitches that I made were like kind of anti this conference. Mm -hmm. Like the things that I was pitching were basically like how to like tell social media to go fuck itself. Like that. I mean, I literally was like how to interact with human beings face to face and not be on social media all the time, which is like, they're, they're probably all like, Oh my God, this lady's a pariah. Get her the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> I mean, they probably were like, can we take her ticket back? Uh, yeah, I mean, you never know. So it'll be, I mean, it will be very interesting. I feel, I mean, I've, I talked about it with Josh and I was just like, literally there's a pool at the hotel I'm staying at. So like worst case scenario, I'm just going to sit at the pool the whole time and have a very expensive vacation <laughs> where I just sat at a pool at a hotel. But I mean, there's definitely like stuff that I can kind of. I just have to like get into the mindset of it and just kind of roll with it and maybe look at it like a bit of a social experiment. Um, but I am, I have lately been kind of like weirded out by the whole thing. Well, right. it's happening. It's so, happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, not, not <laughs> going. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I was going to mention that I was nervous that when I saw everybody in Tucson this year that I was oh, going yeah. to be like devastated. Yeah. And I w like wasn't even you in the slightest. Didn't affect you. No. I would like I had fun watching everyone's videos yeah. and I'm like, wow, I like I thought I would have the like really deep FOMO. Yeah. And like feel bad about myself and like were just the like, fact that cool, I, that's nice I mean, I didn't go partially because I have too much stuff, but also partially because I couldn't spend the money. Yeah. Um, which I'm not embarrassed to admit. Like yeah. I really glad that like we did go to the warehouse on the East coast and buy a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And I spent more than I wanted to, but I got it paid off already. Nice. So, um, I would not have Tucson paid off by now. Yeah. And it'd be stressing me out like crazy. So I'm, I'm happy and I'm more mostly just happy that I wasn't insanely jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like that surprised. Yeah. Surprised myself. Yeah. But you're, I mean, that's always good that you're not like, it's not like I didn't like, you know, I went to Seattle for a week. So it's not like I yeah. did nothing. I mean, I did nothing there, but that's exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, 
I really want it to be like, I don't know. The spring show is like right around the corner, which is freaking me out a little bit. But I feel like there's a lot of stuff that needs to get accomplished this year. And I'm just kind of ready to like not feel like shit anymore. Like I just kind of felt really like January was so shitty and dull. We have to come up with a better plan for next January. Because I thought all the needed to happen was to not be sick right right so i no, accomplished it needs to that. be like an active plan there and needs i see to be... everyone else going oh i love january because i get to experiment with new ideas i'm like i can't get off the couch yeah i just can't yeah. and there's nothing physically wrong with me well there i have like three <laughs> like, injuries. there's some things there are some there's physical some i have some but you know what i mean yeah. like um maybe I, there has to be like a sagatuck summit in January? in January for like I mean, that's a what, week. Yeah. I don't where it's literally like go like go and just like free, you know, free brain stuff, you know, just like do whatever you want to do and like not stress and not be in the middle of planning anything. Just be like new year experiment with shit. Make I stuff. I don't even know if I want to do that. Sketchbook. Like, I, brought my sketchbook and stuff with me to Seattle and I don't think I did anything with it. And then just like do do things that have nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Right. I would like to take off more time than I did. Yeah. But that would require making sure I make more money in right. December to than prepare, I did. Yeah. To prepare yeah. for that. Yeah. Instead of like being like I could use more time off but damn I need money. So right. I guess we're doing this. Hmm. Um all right well you have an appointment i do that we'll talk about later <laughs> but see we have it to sounds go- ominous no matter what you say can't do it sorry did it anyway um it's, it's for your tires none of the tires <laughs> i do need new tires it's for tires <laughs> just the theme of the episode let's talk about tires I just like if i were a dude you wouldn't be thinking anything it's that thing and it's not <laughs> You know me. <laughs> um, okay, so I think we're back in the swing of it because we had a this is a long ass episode. Yeah. Good job. Um, and we probably won't have one for a while because Emily's yeah going, to this going away thing going and this thing we and actually we'll don't have plans. Whatever. And we're gonna plan. We're gonna try to figure out if episode one hundred is important or not. I think it's important, but like. You know, we could either have that guest on. Yeah. Or we could do the uh, high business advice. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> or we could do um, a live episode. Like, yeah. have people co- have, pe- you know. But that takes planning. That's, we can combine planning. those two. The high and the, yeah. pla- and the live. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that we should start with our first idea and then. Okay. And then, well, if that doesn't work, then yeah, then we'll be high. I've been practicing <laughs> for everyone, practicing. so yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to? No. Share with people? I don't think so. I don't either. Okay. I'm super tired. We did good. I think we did all right. It's yeah. really long. Good job, everybody. Cool. We're back. Okay. Bye. Bye.